0: Welcome to this demonic episode of the Greyhorn Horn Pagan's podcast. Light your sage, grab your crucifix, pray to your gods, and let's dive deep into the darkness. Welcome to the Grey Horn Pagan's podcast. And we are alive once more on the Greyhorn Pagans podcasts. It is a little last moment. Maybe I haven't had uh, quite a will yet. but we're here. We are ready to rock. We're ready to rumble. my guest for tonight. is actually in the studio with me, so I'm just gonna add him. Hey, good evening.
1: Hey, how's it going, man?
0: Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. All good here. Awesome. I uh, always think I have more time than I actually do, and then I end up rushing it. But that's—it's uh, been the story of everything, work, podcasts. So, but uh, thanks for uh, thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks for joining. My fiance uh, Fireface, he will be joining us in a uh, in a bit as well. She's lunch, so but she'll uh, she will be here um yeah again thank you for coming uh i really enjoyed the talk we had on um on general Lee's podcast subconscious realms that was a uh, that was a good one so i am very pleased that you uh that you are on the greyhorn pagans podcasts right here thank you for um watching. yeah no no problem no problem um how about a little introduction what do you do what is your What is your gig where can the people find you
1: okay well i'm the creator of the youtube channel demonosophy and beyond uh i function as a demonosopher and my form or style of demonosophy is just connecting with different spirits from different cultures and learning to coexist peacefully with them Um, i've been working for over 18 years now uh, at my craft and Mm -hmm. just learning whatever i can
0: um so first question real quick what exactly is ah, it's my yeah always has to make himself known my kitty co-host mr timothy wilder <laughs> um what exactly is the difference between demonosophy and demonology because um like demonosophy sounds well, more like of... sorry
1: go ahead i've a certification in demonology and to me demonology is the study of demons uh from a scientific mm-hmm. standpoint usually in order to fight them or resist them um Demonolatry is the worship of demons and then you have demonosophy and demonosophy is basically not worship and not necessarily trying to resist demons it's more like trying to understand them and form a relationship with the different spirits and learn how to coexist with them and understand their place in the universe.
0: You know, when I think of demons, I think of these, you know, dark, evil entities that everyone is, you know, either trying to avoid or, you know, exercise. Um so what made you choose uh to to work with them, to uh to study them, to connect with them?
1: Oddly disillusionment from modern day Christianity um <laughs>
0: okay
2: yeah you know
1: like it, it wasn't really fulfilling me spiritually and there were answers that i had that were not being answered i mean questions there were questions i had that weren't being answered yeah okay and i, I just i read the you're have, breaking up a little
0: you know let's see can you hear me you good yeah i can hear you it's, uh, it seems to be a connectivity issue but um so uh, disillusionment from uh, the church and Christianity, that uh, seems to be common practice, uh, yeah. unfortunately.
1: You know, a lot of Christians, they tend to say that these you know entities are evil, but nobody's mm-hmm. really talked to these entities, you know what I'm saying? Except for those who are non-Christian. And I figured, you know, it to, to get the other side of the story, you know, and to delve into different ways of connecting with you know these spirits i get that everyone is
0: always trying to avoid them of course so yeah i get it
1: if if you look at the different cultures like demons really played a role um an important role in life like if you look at asian cultures demons were more like storm spirit like they were feared because of the lightning and the danger that comes with um those natural occurrences but they were Mm -hmm. necessary if you look at um you know hinduism for example it's not taboo to tap into demonic energy and even the gods have their own so-called demonic forms you know um but you know they're accepted their duality is accepted and i've also talked to a native american um practitioner and she told me that their spirits they don't have demons um you know they just accept the duality of the spirits that they work with
0: yeah that that would make sense you know every occultist or every uh everyone interested in the occult is always talking as uh as the above so below as within so without um mostly pertaining to the bigger picture of course but that would be uh that would work exactly for the uh the same for the gods as well like you have angels above if you will there below would be uh would be the demons would be the um, you know the princes and dukes of um of hell etc so yeah i guess where you have good gods or a a more positive light side of the gods you have the their um their more dark side as well, it seems when it comes to the to the gods, nobody's really uh, wanting to to talk about that. Nobody's seems to really want to acknowledge that the gods have their dark sides as well. It's always you know you have the light gods and you have the dark gods. But
1: well, for me, it's it's just that sometimes the gods have tough jobs to do. You know, and dealing with humans, mm. humans are very um and very. <laughs> flow to catch on and sometimes they have to go to different extremes in order to teach us certain lessons and so like when we end up going through these hard lessons we're like oh that god is evil oh that god is bad but you know it, it's really us that causes these things to happen
0: you know if if the gods have given you multiple signs already and pushed you or tried to push you in the you know the right direction multiple times already and you still refuse to then yeah i guess the hard way it is because that's the only way you uh you seem to pick up on it and then to call the the gods or you know whatever gods you uh you may believe in evil that's it's it's a bit of a cop-out, you know. Um that's yeah, us humans for for a god or for a godhood, um, like we would be I guess we would be very complex, you know, because it's such a um there's such a difference. So yeah, I can I can totally imagine <laughs> like some of my, my ancestors or my uh, my patron gods looking down at me and be like, oh god like dude, we told you we told you no this way, why are you going so <laughs> I mean, some sometimes I just you know do it for fun the hard way. It's I mean it's more adventurous. <laughs> um, well, it'll it'll definitely take you down some roads that um, that are less pleasant, uh, so to say. But yeah, that's 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 definitely true.
1: Well, I think that you know it is a little complicated having a relationship with the gods because they don't fully understand human life even if they were to materialize they still have a different mentality and they have different yeah you can even say culture from human beings because of the way that they live um and then like us not being in god mode supposedly you know at the level Mm -hmm. that they are in the dimension that they are we don't understand their logic how they function we can barely understand their culture so there's yeah. going to be a lot of hang up and there's going to be some friction
0: oh, one moment i need to let my cat outside because he is not going to stop bothering me <laughs> right, move okay yeah he was gonna he's just gonna keep complaining and scratching the door so but we are back um sounds like a typical cat yeah <laughs> oh he he has a mind of his own um which uh he is very much like me i very much have a mind of my own i am stubborn as is he um love him to death but sometimes (laughs) um from what i remember from uh the show we did with uh with general lee you work a lot with lilith don't you
1: yes i have a spiritual marriage with her i've been working probably over two years now with her um he's taken me through the the cliffotic tree and she's even helped to get me to connect with the heavenly grounds as well
0: a spiritual marriage i i have heard uh i've heard the term come by before i i i know it's uh it's a thing but like what does it entail i mean it's i it's it's hardly like, do you, Lilith, take, you know, it's probably <laughs> nothing, probably nothing like that. but
1: Well, it starts with, you know, you can do a ceremonial ritual in that world, according to what she's told me. Um, all you have to do is just say, hey, I'm married, you know, like where uh, your words have power. Therefore, there's really no need for ritual. It's kind of like a pact, but instead of having... A time limit or you know certain things that you have to do and then the pact is over it's mm-hmm. lifelong if not more so um, you are you can be empathetically connected which means you feel that spirits emotions that spirit so uh, you could be telepathically connected um, and on all entered when you have a spiritual marriage that spirit will teach you things that they won't teach somebody else you know um they teach more than surface level things yeah so they they go deeper like they may tell you more about themselves yeah uh you 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 do have that that moment where you have to warm up to them um Mm improve yourself worthy but you go through that um yeah they they kind of open the floodgates of information about themselves about you uh about you know different ways of doing magic that you wouldn't fight find in like grimoires.
0: Man, if only it were that easy. Just you know, here in the third dimension, just you know, grab your love and be like, okay, we're married now, and that's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but it's it, well, she actually petitioned uh, me. Oh, really?
1: I oh, okay. Like, hey, yeah, she was like, um, she suggested marriage, and I'm like, huh, this is kind of the the pinnacle of my practice, so yeah
0: (laughs) that's awesome but um does your spiritual marriage to lilith prevent you from a um a earthly marriage so to speak like i mean marriage is marriage does it is it like with this as well the as above so below like you're married or have a spiritual marriage to lilith therefore you know you are spoken for or can you take on earthly relationships
1: I believe that depends on the type of spirit that you marry. You know, there are some that are more just than others. However, with Lilith, the way she's explained it is that we have different avatars on different spiritual levels. So the avatar that is in her dimension chills with her. So um, I'm allowed to have a relationship, an earthly relationship, without that having to um, disrupt the marriage with Lilith. Now the one thing that we did agree upon is that if I were to take on a mate, then that person would have to respect my marriage with Lilith and have a love for Lilith as well as myself. Okay,
0: that sounds complicated, Um, sounds like a challenge.
1: anything with Lilith is very challenging
0: oh i i i imagine she <laughs> uh, she's definitely not the uh, the easiest um but hey you know if uh if she's worth it then you know by by all means i wish you uh, wish you the best of luck uh, you too the best of luck um but yeah a a spiritual marriage with a uh, a, a like-minded soul is that, a, is that a, thing? Like-minded, soul? well with a, to, to put it search easy, like with your twin flame, that's, um, it can open many doors and, and it'll teach you a whole lot about yourself. I have the, uh, the same thing with, uh, with fire even though, you know, we are both of this, this earthly realm. Um, you know, we do have that, that deeper spiritual connection. And at first, you know, she was, she's very much a um, a light being, she wasn't really of the, you know, the darker practices, and I was always, like, kinda, you know, luring and lurking in the dark, sometimes kind of crossing over to at least the grey area, hence, you know, grey horn pagans as well, um, but yeah, that was, like, even that was a, a struggle at first. Because, you know, both damaged from previous relationships and then, um, you know, coming into something so, so strong, like so energetically strong and just feels good. And it's, you know, it's tough. And that's, that's an earthly relationship. I mean, a relationship at distance because, you know, she is in the USA. But, um, like, I I can't imagine how that is. You know, I, I know you. Uh, you know, you studied it and you've learned a lot about it and you've involved yourself in the practices. But like at first, I imagine it just being really weird. You know, you're married or have a spiritual marriage to um, a goddess. Is she? Is she a goddess? Could we consider her to be a goddess?
1: Uh, personally, she would not let me refer to her as a goddess. Um from my, my perspective, more like an ancestor. Um, the gods that come into your life are basically of your bloodline. Uh, that's my belief and that's that's the reason why they care enough to come to you and teach you. So you know she told oh. me that the gods supposedly are, are people, but they've they've ascended. you know they live on another dimensional plane.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. It it would also make sense why, you know, a a god such a divine being would um, you know, would be so passionate about us humans, you know, meat sacks all fleshy and, you know, complicated. Um, I mean, honestly, you know, there has to be a a deeper connection there. It's it's yeah, it's it's fascinating. It's it's interesting. I never really thought of it that way as them being one and the same. I always thought, you know, it's the gods uh or the gods and our ancestors. And yeah, there are certain bloodlines who you can uh you know trace back to the divine when they, you know, supposedly walked uh walked this earth. There's still about that. I do believe in um in attaining godhood. I do believe it is possible. It will definitely take multiple lifetimes. Um but I do believe it's possible. But I never Really saw them as, as one and the same.
1: Well, you have to take into consideration that humans are multidimensional beings. Uh, we have a mm-hmm. tendency to focus on the physical, but we all also have like our astral and our spirit bodies. So, yeah. you know, it makes a lot of sense that we would be connected to the deities in some form or fashion, whether it be a physical bloodline or a spiritual one.
2: Yeah,
0: that's... Yeah, this is some these are things I never really never really considered. Um,
1: well, think of it this way. All right, everything is an energetic derivative. Um, so mm-hmm. you have like let's say the where all the energy start and everything, every creation comes from, okay? Mm-hmm. So from the all breaks off the the higher gods, let's say, like the primal god, okay? So that's sure. going to be a derivative of energy. And you have like and then to make it simple, then you have um the the humans, you know? we are energy and so we break off from different derivatives of energy and it just it's it's all a trickle down
0: okay getting that that pyramid shape again or the you know the the many facets of of the diamonds um it's a good one so um in your marriage with lily she uh, you told her that she has shown you um well put very simply she's shown you heaven and uh, and hell, like, there is so much debate still going on if hell is a, um, like, a actual place or, you know, just a, a state of, a state of mind, a state of being. Um, and then, you know, according to the, the Christians, of course, who, um, like, one of them immediately <laughs> attacks me on the, the short I posted. Uh, and you came back with a good retort, by the way. Um, but... You know, they of course say it's, you know, hellfire and brimstone and uh then on the other hand you have a lot of people like um like Micah Dank, for example, who has had his teachings from um Santos Bonacci who say that um that it's more according to the teachings or the the writings of uh, Dante Alighieri that it's you know it's this cold place like frozen over. How did she um how did she present it? to you or how do you um, how do you experience it because I mean it's it's not a place you want to be but still you know it's something that's like everyone who's ever heard of it has questions about
1: well hell is very complex I've had demons come to me and tell me that hell can be a mind state. is it and put themselves in these hell loops by um, constantly regretting something and you know, going back to that, and they put themselves there. It's not like you have demons torturing yourself, uh, torturing the person. Um, it's not eternal hellfire where you burn, and like you can actually release yourself from that hell loop. Uh, but then you that's... have the hmm. go ahead,
0: no, yeah, that that really uh, that really reminds me of um, the Netflix series Lucifer because that's, that's what how... I was just
2: about to say, too. Yeah, the... yeah,
0: yeah, uh, but. By the way, welcome, babe. Um uh, good you uh glad to have you join again. Hello, but,
2: hello. <laughs>
0: but yeah, that, that's um like that's that's one section of hell, like what was it again, babe? Like is that one section of hell or like each that's, like everyone has their that's, their that's own, that's own
2: that's personal hell? Was like your own personal hell and it was like yeah. things that you tormented yourself over in your lifetime. Whether it be something as small as killing a bug, I guess, to something grander, like harming another person, from what I remember. That would
1: definitely put you in a hell loop. Oh, yeah. But you also have the demonic dimensions. And so that form of hell is multi-layered you have you know um surface layers that look exactly like earth um and they have things going on where people have jobs people are driving cars it looks just like life doesn't you have certain areas that have uh communities of demons and fallen angels as well as uh sorcerers and other practitioners uh, Mm -hmm. that form this community and they actually function in peace uh and a lot of people don't know this. They don't understand this because of the way Christianity presents hell. Um, you also have sections of hell that are very chaotic, where you have demons that are, let's say, not civilized. And they're just constantly fighting. They're animalistic. And the civilized demons don't go into those sections. Um, but you also have sections of hell that are uh demons. And these different areas can present themselves in different ways. I've seen uh, sections of hell that look like walking inside the the inside of a volcano. I've seen sections of hell that look like I've seen sections of hell where there are mountains and there's sunlight and there's different type of people and talk to them and they will act like they know they've known you forever. You can walk into somebody's house and they won't perceive you as a thief. Like, you can sit down and have a whole conversation and have a meal. With them. Like, also
0: sounds like the, um, the many facets of um, of mankind from the, you know, the chaotic where it's uh, just, you know, man's primal nature and primal desires, you know, just, you know, eat, sleep, fuck, basically. Um,
2: <laughs> Careful or, on YouTube. I don't care.
0: You know, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but and then. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, this gets uploaded uh, uh, on all kinds of uh, different platforms anyway. So, you know, if uh, and if anyone has a problem with it, uh, yeah, too bad. This is my show. So. Um,
2: well, our uh, show.
0: Yes, yeah, love. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's, it's it's uh, it really sounds like a like a multi- yeah, like you said, a multidimensional place, a multifaceted place, and really m- reminds me of the, uh, you know, the, the, mo- the multiple dimensions or multiple layers that mankind itself has, too.
2: I hate saying this, but this kind of reminds me, because I know you haven't seen the show, but it kind of reminds me of Supernatural and the perception that they have of heaven. I'm not going into details because Fox hasn't seen it yet, but it reminds <laughs> me of that facet, too.
0: So... You know, since we're on the, now... I believe
1: that supernatural has a lot of. No, go ahead. Oh my bad.
0: Oh no, no. If we're talking supernatural, uh, I'm I'm not interrupting.
1: Uh... Oh no, I'm not going to go into the spoilers. But I feel like that they have a lot of truth within them, and the way mm-hmm. they perceive uh, can be considered accurate.
2: Well, and like even with the monsters on the show, I'm not going to go into spoilers either. But like with even with the monsters, it kind of represents, even though a lot of the creatures are folklore and stuff like that, it reminds me of things that people suffer with, and like the multifaceted of that as well. From what I've noticed in the themes of the show, I can
1: believe it. Not a big supernatural fan. I've only seen clips. I've, I've seen episodes here and there, so I couldn't go okay, too I'm in depth. Stop
2: talking. I'm um, a huge
0: fan, <laughs> and still you won't let me watch past episode one.
2: we've been busy with life, but anyways, continue
0: yeah that's that's true, that's true um thought it was very funny that you said that you know in even in hell, people have jobs and whatever I mean, you know, having to work for a living can definitely be be hell sometimes. Um, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's that
1: everybody has a role to play in their community. You know, like, everybody uh, helps okay. out everybody else. You know, it, it's not like that there's money or anything. It's just kind of like you have to earn your keep. You have to earn your place. Um, You can't just be you know, a layabout in the hell realms. You have to be functional.
2: Am I experiencing a frozen screen on Fox's end? In... Okay, there we go. Okay,
0: yeah. Sorry. We got interrupted for a moment. I Don't know what happened. This hasn't happened yet. I'm disconnected to this extent. I guess we're getting into that.
2: Whenever we talk about the W word, whenever we talk about that, my connection goes crazy. Oh, yeah.
0: I guess we're getting into the real meat and potatoes now. Uh, The ether knows. uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah.
2: Apparently. Because, like, my phone's, like, glitching out.
0: Okay, so we've covered hell, you know, the the bad place, if you will. So, uh, in... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just to keep it very general, you know, so that, you know, even layman's can understand. Um, so in your experience, in what you have seen, how does, how does heaven look like? Like, is it all, you know, white and, and glowing and the pearly gates and, you know, life is just, you know, the best it can be. Like, that, that's, that sounds, that, that sounds like hell to me actually like nothing happening everything is is peaceful you want something it's there it's just sounds so boring actually just
1: heaven from my perception is actually a very scary place um it's beautiful but very scary like i've been sections where it looks like nothing but sky during the dawn or the dusk so i call them like cotton candy colors because it's like a mm. whole bunch of different blues and pinks um but then you have those that are and they don't look like how angels are portrayed in the bible not all of them look like that um mm-hmm. what i saw oh, were these stories. angels that had diamond heads and you could see like their faces and they were attached at the head um in threes floating around and it, you could only see flo- floating torso um oh and then you have sections of heaven where you have the angels who have hive minds and they're mm-hmm. all connected in a sort of kind of like wall and they have this constant droning going on. Um, that like when you're connected, you hear it and you kind of, I guess it kind of like hypnotizes you and keeps you within that hive mind. Um, there are sections of heaven where you have a lot of soldier angels that are. Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping a vigilance. Um, and, and so it, it's just kind of like a lot of parts of heaven constantly going. There's no rest. And um, then recently I went to sections of heaven. I did a a spell from a Coptic Christian grimoire to oh. go to the upper levels of hell. Um, I, I mean, the upper levels of heaven, sorry. Mm, sure. um, and so in order to do that, you have to mark yourself to keep the archons away mm-hmm. um, and you have levels of heaven um, before getting up to the higher ones and so in the lower levels of heaven there were actually zombies and these zombies attack anything that is different from them and they also have schools in these lower levels of heaven but these schools are designed the idea of false teaching you know um so i, I feel like that heaven the lower parts of heaven have been affected by certain magicians that have corrupted it and that's just my theory when you get up to the high levels of heaven it stops being daytime and there's it's like nighttime it's kind of like being in space um and those upper levels of heaven are very empty um then there are there are sections of heaven where you have specific angels. Like there was a section of heaven where there were cherubs, which are the Mm -hmm. the ones that look like children. And you have people, you have, I guess, angels that look after groups of these cherubs. So like for, let's say for every adult angel looking after them. And that's, those are the, the sections of heaven that I've been privileged.
0: False teachings in heaven. That's, that's that's not something i would have ever thought of you know with heaven being you know supposedly if you listen to all those you know all those christians and all you know being the best place that you can be and the place where you you have want to be and, and
2: roads of gold and yeah paved and, and all nice yeah,
0: yeah all, well, all that all that good stuff
1: um if you study gnosticism gnostic christianity there is the talk of yaldabaoth an Archon that uh, sealed off the higher levels of heaven and yeah. basically took control of things and started doing things that he wasn't supposed to. That so, so sounds like supernatural. If you Sorry. Go with belief. <laughs> no, it's all good. If you, if you go with this belief, like it would make sense that you would have things that might be under his control that would come off as angelic. Um, but like, if you see through that facade, you would see what they really are. In 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 a symbol that you could comprehend, of course. Um, yeah. To me, it makes a lot of sense that you have these certain spirits that have, I guess, gone rogue, so to speak, um, and they've created these these false angels. Because when I find a re- angel, a genuine angel, I feel a connection, you know, kind of like their family. With these things that that uh, I perceive as zombies,
2: this makes me really nervous because, like, even though I'm not Christian anymore. It makes me very nervous where my grandparents ended up, where all my families ended up, you know, because of their belief system. It's like, I don't want them to rest there if that's what they believe, you know?
1: Yeah, supposedly, it's, from it's not what so I know, pleasant. like what you believe determines where you go after you die.
2: Well, and like, you know, as I've studied and, you know, like with my mom, because she's raised me into the pagan stuff, my understanding is vastly different from Fox's, you know? He believes in, you know odin and all of the orders of their heaven mine is just a collection and you go back to what my mom and I like to call the source you go back as energy if that makes sense to people <laughs> so I mean well that that's sounds like, like um,
1: hmm? what they teach in hermetics
2: she's very I said into that much sounds into like that sounds like what they teach in hermetics she's very much into that stuff okay. and that's where it's like you know hearing your version of what you've seen with hell or sorry guys heaven what you're talking about it's like it's making me nervous because it's like i don't want my grandparents there i don't want my brother-in-law there i don't want you know the people that i love in that kind of heaven if that makes sense and that's where my question is would you be able to help them not be there would you be able to help them come back something that's better for them if you have family that's crossed
1: from what i've read Yaldabaoth really wants to recycle that energy and have us reincarnate as human beings to feed off of mm. our energy, you know, through worship. So yeah. they wouldn't be kept in, in heaven. But what they what you have to do is in order to be released from that cycle is you have to come to an understanding of who you are and come to a connection with the gods finally. Um, and then be able to break free from that that systematic trap.
2: So would so, you be able to help family that's already crossed over to the other side? Would you be able to help them out to find that? Yeah,
1: okay. there's ways, you know, dealing with necromacy. Um, but you also have to understand that they have to want that help. Because even after you die, you, you still retain your beliefs for a little bit you know like depending upon your experiences when you're dead you may learn more because you have access to different things um but if those family members aren't looking to be enlightened there's really nothing you can do
2: i know with my granddad i talk about him all the time fox knows this i talk about him all the time yeah um I know he probably would want something better for himself. Because after my grandmother died, um, they've passed on years and years ago. But before Fox and I came together, um, I know with when my grandfather was just with us, he would talk about different things and you'd just kind of look at him and be like, wait, what? He's like, nothing. It kind of like threw you off because he was a deacon of his church. So it was like hearing those things that come out of his mouth, like, where do we go when we die? It's like, huh? So that's why I was... Wondering, like, if you were able to help them in finding that quote unquote peace within them passing and they're not stuck there.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, the way I see it is you would have to work with that personal spirit and just, just let them know that it's okay to talk about those different beliefs, and so, um, once they are okay with speaking about that and they come to a place of peace um then they mm-hmm. they won't be in those you know um, when my mother died there were like a lot of problems it was a lot of chaotic interactions with her because of what she was holding on to but mm-hmm. when we you know and she came to you know with our relationship and i came to a measure of peace with our relationship um then she finally went to a more peaceful fact Look, that she was and that
2: she so was, she was able to quote unquote rest
1: cross over the
2: good place okay mm.
0: and does the the matter in which someone um you know leaves this earthly realm does that have any um does that matter in any way in where they you know may or not um end up because un- unfortunately if I mentioned it briefly I um i recently lost my um my younger brother he was non-religious and it was under very
2: dark times
0: under very dire circumstances um i don't want to go into uh into detail here but it was under very dire circumstances and very um it was a very abrupt and but you know a very like unfortunately a very bad time leading leading up to it so that's you know it's, it's kind of a, a personal question like does the way in which it happens does that have any effects um you know where you end up or where you where you go to according to you know your studies your experiences
1: i believe so um on the person die they may not even know that they're dead there may be people who know that they're dead but if they perceive their family members as not being able to let go of grief, they may remain in order to help their family members get through that. Uh, they may feel themselves uh, responsible um, for looking over their family members. Um, if you have somebody who was murdered, you know they may have died in an angry state. And so they may be looking for revenge, but also your beliefs can determine where you go as well. Like for ex- for example, if you believe that you are going to valhalla if you meet the the standards i don't know what those yeah. are uh cool. if you were to meet those standards then you go to valhalla um people who think that they're going to you know they may go to a level of heaven they're um you know like there are people who want to go to hell you know like for me hell is home so once i give up my physical body that's where i want to go um that
2: explains this, a lot of the interactions i've also that studied the
1: what kind of interactions if you don't mind going into detail
2: so i'm a medium <laughs> most people don't know because i don't really talk about it but um here recently i've been feeling and sensing my brother in law around me a lot and i've been talking to fox about it and i know he's there and There was one night where clear as day, me and him were having what we now call our sleepovers. He was sound asleep. I was in the halfway asleep. And then all of a sudden, his voice came through and it said that, um, I'm here. And it sent chills up my spine because it's like, it wasn't my granddaddy because you would have heard a Southern accent with it. You would have heard that. So I knew it was my, wasn't my grandfather. And so I muted my end. So it went wake up Fox and I asked who's here. You know, because I was in my lucid state. And um, clear as day, um, my brother-in-law's voice came through. And I knew it was him. And it said, it's me. And it jolted me awake to the point where it's like, I'm feeling him a lot more frequently now. And I don't know. Sorry, I don't want to start crying on here. But I don't know if he's at peace. Because I was doing a meditation one day and I told Fox, he didn't mean to do it. He didn't mean to go. He didn't mean to leave us he didn't need to do it and so that's where it's like i'm trying to figure out how i can communicate with him because you know as you can tell fox is dutch i'm american so i don't know dutch so i'm just trying to figure out how to help
1: personally i would say you know try to strengthen that connection you know through anything that you have that belong to him
2: of course as we're talking about him i see this is what happens every time i talk about him my internet connection goes out (laughs) every time Thank you, bro-in-law. See you, dude.
1: But yeah, um, try to strengthen that connection through things that may have belonged to him.
2: But um, I'm not items over... And then... I'm, not, I'm not in the Netherlands, though. So how would I do that? Because Fox is there, and I'm here in the States.
1: Pictures that are there.
2: I do have some on my phone that I have, and I have a video of him at Christmas.
1: All right, you can connect through that. Oh, yeah. That's um, true. What that does is it kind of... And connection. Okay. yeah and it also creates a mental connection so through that if you meditate on your brother that may help, help him get you communication with
2: him. okay even though because it was fox's brother even though him and i didn't really have many interactions with each other would that still help us have that connection still
1: you know it, it's it's the same concept as using the sigil to contact a god or a goddess. I might as well mm-hmm. we'll tr- you know, do it's, that it's for like, the next moon. Okay, if you understand hermetics, if you mm-hmm. if you understand hermetics, it's the it um, pertains to the law of correspondence. Does that make any
0: sense?
2: Sorry, my phone completely cut out, <laughs> so I didn't hear no, all of it.
0: The, the law of correspondence, according to the, um, the hermetic teachings.
2: I haven't gotten to much of those, so I'm not sure the rules on those.
1: So the law of correspondence means that if you take something that is symbolic of an energy that you want to connect with, um, that Mm -hmm. item or the picture, so Mm -hmm. to speak, or the video, that will help Mm -hmm. strengthen the connection and get you what you want. You know, it's it's kind of like how you can use money in, in money spells to attract more money because money is associated with money you know um so if you Mm. take things that are associated with a specific person um then that will attract the energy of that person so that you can create a connection to them
2: okay that makes sense now
0: and since he is my my brother since he is you know my my blood um as I said before, uh, Farife and I, we are very much energetically connected, very much spiritual, spiritually connected to each other. Could she also make that connection through me, like just not not even necessarily my brother, but you know, a- any of my my ancestors, like my lineage?
1: Uh, be, uh, there were technical difficulties. Oh yeah,
0: just means we're hitting on all the all the right stuff. Um, now firefe and I, we are very energetically connected with each other we have a very connection uh energetically spiritually uh, mentally you name it uh because of the distance it's
2: you it's know, heightened itself a lot yeah
0: and that's how we have maintained our relationship for well close to three years now mm-hmm. um and you know since she is um more skilled more more well practiced in connecting with different energies in a meditative state could she make a connection um through me with you know say my uh, my younger brother or grandparents or you know whomever may be of my lineage i believe so
1: yeah um
0: depending how well practiced
1: she is because she's energetically connected to you she can probably connect Mm -hmm. to any one of your ancestors just through intent, you oh, know? Um,
2: that's good to know so then we can help know, each like other with, with, with our karmic
1: ties. Anymore. No, I had a... Like, all you have I to had do is have intent.
2: That's, that's a good point. I'm glad that we were able to ask him. I'm glad I was able yeah. to come on even with the, de- tef- the <laughs> technical difficulties in Firefay not being able to talk.
0: And other technical difficulties uh, in that, but... Um... Mm no yeah i i had a i had a suspicion it would uh it would be able to work that way since you know we are uh so deeply energetically connected um but you know to have uh have confirmation from someone who is uh you know a bit more knowledgeable has practiced a little a little longer is always uh is always a good thing um oh we've got we've gotten to we've gotten deep into that uh <laughs> My brain is like
2: on the fritz right now, so I can't think of anything, guys. So ignore me. I'm trying to think.
0: Oh no, it's 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 perfectly, uh, perfectly fine, honey. Um, yeah, my, my yeah, my brain is trying to uh, <laughs> to to go back to uh, to the surface as well because this is this is all very uh, very personal stuff that I don't wish to uh, to discuss, uh, well, live, if you will, uh, on a few platforms. Uh, I, I I'm still in the in the process of um, oh, processing it. Stage. So yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. No, but it, it, it feels like it makes sense that uh I can't help but go back to my brother that he is uh that he is in a way still here because you know he was still uh because he was still fairly young and it would be a uh you know he he would feel it's a responsibility to you know have us feel at ease even the, um, the day after or like the evening itself my father in well in that that half lucid state felt like uh like my brother was sitting on on the beds with him and my father um well both my parents were raised roman catholic but both unfortunately fell off their faith my father still still believes in something still you know isn't like doesn't want to deny it completely but um you know through his uh he's had a, a rough upbringing and the church was very much part of that so he doesn't want to uh he doesn't want to involve that but i i do believe that he um he still believes more than he he actually lets on and there were you know even on the sinks um happening you know him 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 being uh you know in the same suite that our grandmother was like uh, a little over a uh, over a year ago, and you know, our grandmother, she'd always she'd always you know light a candle for us. Uh, she was like the of the old school, um, like old school Catholic. You know, just light a candle for us and ask her uh, her husband, who unfortunately passed several years before her, to uh, look after the kids, look after the grandkids. So it, we we're all very
2: eclectic. spiritual.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're an eclectic bunch all right that's that's for sure um oh yeah the 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 one question that i had uh, that's it's coming back now um with your uh beliefs uh you know with uh, my belief differs from my father's differs from my my sisters my mother's
2: enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder can i make a podcast but it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time what if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily well now there is introducing podcasting made easy from Podcasting audio my production team will handle your entire audio production allowing you to be the star of your show this is podcasting made easy how easy well so easy you don't even have to press record now that's easy your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. Um
0: yeah, even even my beliefs and fireface beliefs are uh, are different. Would that mean that after we uh, we leave this earthly realm, this earthly place and do end up in whatever realm, whatever dimension we may. In, I mean, Valhalla would be absolutely amazing, but I would have to die in battle. I don't see that happening, but still. Um, Life in the battle. Uh, yeah. That's what
2: I try to tell you about with your brother, <laughs> huh? Life, Life is, in the is battle.
0: A... Yeah, yeah, I'm quite tired of fighting. Um and uh even even with that there is a lot of discussion going on in uh in paganism like oh mental battles and all that doesn't count like it has to be physical battle um but would that mean that after this life you know going to whatever place we may end up that we uh can't connect with each each other again or would it be possible to um like oh there goes fari like odin with uh, you know, with the um, Yggdrasil, travel between the realms, travel between the the dimensions?
1: I believe that you're able to travel between dimensions. You know, just like I can go, you, know, you can go to different parts of, you know, heaven or different parts of hell or different realms of the dead. You know, I've been to Hades. I've been to the kingdom that is ruled by Takate, to... Um, and that, that certainly isn't, it isn't going to keep you from having access to people.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, there were some difficulties again, but I, I, I get the, I get the gist. Okay. I got, I got the answer. Um, cause that's, you know, that's the thing that, um, in like the, the, the very basic Christianity, for example, is very much, uh, very much pushed on, very much pushed on, uh, pushed onto, um, onto the people like if you like if you don't go to heaven uh because you know you're a non-believer well like first of all either you um like either you just you don't go anywhere or you go to hell and that would mean that you know you never see each other again uh which just sounds so incredibly harsh like a loving god as you know they say their their god supposedly is would never let that happen um so you know with the with their being so many different beliefs and spiritual traditions and so many realms or, you know, even just halls on the Yggdrasil where one may, um, may go to, it, it wouldn't, to me at least, it wouldn't make sense if you're really just fixed to that, that one place.
1: Yeah, like if you wanted to travel, I would say contact Mercury or the equivalent of Mercury. It would you know, like Mercury. Or Hermes he frequents he frequently you know travels through the realms of the dead so it's you know like him if you believe in him you know that would be a good idea to see your loved ones that may be in another realm of the dead
0: that's funny that you mention it because Odin is said to be uh, the uh, the the North Germanic or North Germanic spiritually spiritual equivalence of mercury and he is the only god of the uh the Norse pantheon or Germanic pantheon with the help of Sleipnir one of the children of Loki um he is the only one actually able to freely travel over the um, the nine realms of the the Yggdrasil so that's yeah funny that you that you mentioned that because I guess there is there is definitely this connection I have tried connecting with uh with Odin before through um like through a a talisman of sorts uh that was with um with Martin Martin from tribe of the fox another dutch tribe but his energy was very very strong very very overpowering very hard to to access
1: that's understandable um you know with my studies with the egyptian pantheon it it's similar to Ra, where it's just kind of like out of energy once just bouncing around. So um, if there is a hierarchy among the gods, because I'm not familiar with that, uh, the way I learned is that you climb the hierarchy of gods. So you start with the lowest ones, kind of like with the, the tree of life or even the cliffhotic uh, sphere with the lowest gods. You get used to that energy and then you work your way up to a higher God, and so you you uh, you get oriented with that higher energy, and you keep climbing up the ladder until you are able to um, adapt Odin's energy. And That's... by the way, hello, child of Ash. Hello, gentlemen. Yeah,
0: <laughs> all the all the good people. Um, no, yeah that that definitely that definitely makes sense. Um, you know, you don't go from you know, walking a mile to running the marathon within a, a very short period of time. So uh, you know, even energetically, spiritually, you have to uh to work your your way up. I mean Odin is a he's a notorious hard god to um to connect with very a very left-hand path god, um, if you will, not afraid to uh, to step on on people and other gods to uh, achieve his his ultimate goal um well, if, uh, yeah it, it definitely makes sense
1: I'm not familiar with Odin but if uh if you've ever seen that show it makes a lot of sense in that one Odin is one of the um the main characters or if you even read the book and he puts like the main protagonist through a lot of shit oh yeah and no, you yeah. Know, uh, along their adventures they run into other gods and the other gods, he's he's like on no, the other gods are like we hate you <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: like just so much of the um of the Norse germanic stories can just be uh be explained in one sentence loki fucked up now he now he's got to fix it um yeah i mean still great stuff comes from it um
1: you know honestly just dealing with loki makes me not I want to work with of course, you know, knowing Loki, like you're going to go through some shits. But if he's oh yeah like, an example of anything working with uh that pantheon, you we know, like, nope, not at this uh well... this point in my <laughs> No,
0: I I can I can definitely uh definitely understand Loki is um well he's he's notorious in a uh in a different way, he is very much a uh, very much a trickster god, very very self centered. Uh, I don't I don't like to describe him as as selfish, but very much self centered. You know, does things for his for his own gain and for a reason. For what reason? Well, just because he wants to, because he feels like it, because he thinks it's it's funny, but only to him. And you know that's that's really all all that matters. Um <laughs> but the the Norse Pantheon it's it's made up of well uh, I mean to be of, honest, like sorry, Duto.
1: No, no, yeah. I was I was just saying if you want to be real, the gods are kinda of so and this yeah, this is yeah, like this ahead, sums up thought.
0: yeah, no, this sums up Loki ego and entertainment. Um no, but the the Norse Pantheon is made up of a lot of different gods, a lot of different uh different energies um i seem to connect best myself with uh with thor Donar, and his um his female counterpart ludana and uh like a lot of the a lot of the female gods uh, or female goddesses i should say pardon me ladies um i seem to uh, to connect with very well but it's it's a lot of different energies a lot of different gods and loki and odin are are the notorious ones they are the the hardest ones to uh to work with i guess you could even say that odin is um is the step up from loki because odin is a kind of a trickster god as well but he he will kind of trick you with malicious intent because you know that's what he needs to do to get higher up that's what he needs to do to you know get closer to ultimate enlightenment and you know it's it's odin (laughs) what are you gonna do about it you know there's there's very (laughs) little you can do but um loki definitely is not a uh is definitely not representative of the the norse pantheon um if it, you know if it wasn't for the fact that he is a uh, a blood brother of odin he would have been kicked out just so many times um you know like i said a lot of the, the the stories can be summed up in loki did something he fucked up how he's got to fix it
1: now interesting enough uh lucifer has come to me oh. which is interesting because this from fr- what I okay. know, like Valkyries are supposed to be. Valkyries are supposed to be the god. Of of Pain, I don't know how you describe. It, come to people who fall in battle.
0: Um. Yeah, they are the uh, the carriers of the um, of the souls of the the slain. They are uh, s- servants. I guess you could call them servants of uh, Freya. And Freya is actually kind of call her the, the female counterpart of odin uh just with a lot more loving energy but uh but do not underestimate her like kind of her her slogan would be uh lay him or slay him and there really is no uh no in between but she she's a very powerful goddess and uh, the valkyries are yeah they they guide um uh, I see Charles in the the chat saying they go to Valhalla, but they go to Folkvangr, which is Freya's hall, uh, who actually has preference over uh, over Odin. Um, so it's funny that every you know every Viking, every Norse pagan, like so desperately wants to go to Valhalla when, technically speaking, the warriors in Valhalla are second best because Freya gets first pick.
1: That's very interesting. Lucifer would pop up in that form. Lucifer. I probably have to look into it more.
0: Bringer of, bringer of lights, Venus. Yeah, you could, you could make a connection with, with Freya. Um, I don't see the, I don't see the connection as of, of yet. But I, I'd say there's definitely a, a connection there. But he or, or she showed as a, as a Valkyrie, as a, a messenger, as a, a. Well,
1: I mean. You know lucifer the different pantheons are aware of each other they do know each other um yeah I would but so. this is this is how she came off as you know dressed up as a warrior um and and you know i can see the death part because when you work through the cliff on, you go through a spiritual mm-hmm. death. um but you know I've never really considered myself as a warrior um and I don't I don't consider myself dying in battle unless like it's mm. symbolic you know I I don't they pop up in these certain you know um these manifestations
0: No that is that is interesting blonde were that that makes me makes me think more of um of Freya than a a Valkyrie cuz the the Valkyries are um I mean they are divine beings but they are not on the level as the um, as the gods so i guess from that description presented herself as freya or as a a image or avatar of of freya and the the norse pantheon the germanic pantheon or uh, just like the northern european pantheon as a whole um, is very much a Mm -hmm. a warrior Pantheon, they they are very much warrior gods because, you know, life in Northern Europe is harsh, it is harsh living here, you know, long winters, cold winters, and uh, especially, you know, in the the Netherlands and uh, the United Kingdom or Great Britain as a whole, like just very, very wet summers, very wet uh, very wet springs uh the Netherlands as a whole was was you know until it got yeah. civilized i guess um very much a a marshland Germany is a lot of a lot of woodland so yeah not the not the easiest living conditions that's that's where you where you can really see the um the difference between the um, the pantheons of um of the the Norse and the Germanics and the Celts and more the uh the Greco-Roman pantheon because they are a lot more a lot freer if you will a lot more uh this is the, this is just in in my experience a lot more um focused on you know on love on the good life and attaining knowledge which is a lot easier you know it's a lot easier to attain knowledge or gnosis if you will uh if the living conditions are pretty good you got a lot of fresh fruits olives sunshine you know beautiful seas no real danger anywhere so yeah you you had a lot of time a lot of opportunity to um to attain that gnosis that's why so many you know so many of the great philosophers and stoics come out of uh, out of the Roman Empire, out of the you know the the Greco Roman age and why so many of the great warriors why so many of the strong warriors really come from uh from northern Europe, from Scandinavia, from the German countries, from the you know, the British countries. Um there's there's really this there is this this difference, although they are of course um still very much connected.
1: Now the bash actually brings up a good point. Um I say that Aphrodite was was blonde and Aphrodite was known as both the goddess of uh love and war. So with Lucifer being a tribute to Venus, that would also make a lot of sense.
0: Could be a avatar of Freya cuz she is also the goddess of love and war, blonde hair, blue eyes. And yeah, and yes Freak and Sif the the wives of uh, Odin and Thor, respectively. Also, you know, golden hair. Um, like, there's, there's a whole story, like one a a major story, even in the um, in the Eddas, revolving around uh, Loki cutting off Sif' golden hair, and um, you mm-hmm. know, like, that's how we uh, was it like I believe how we got Mjolnir, or um, so uh, lo- Loki is to thank for a lot of things that. That the gods do have, you know, if it wasn't for Loki, Odin wouldn't have Sleipnir. Slyp- if it wasn't for Loki, then uh, Thor wouldn't have Mjolnir. Um, so yeah, Loki is very much a he's a very dualistic god. Uh, god, very much an interesting one. I, I should I should try and connect more with him. But yeah, it's it's interesting, you know, Lucifer being the the bringer of light, that he would present himself in that way it makes makes sense
1: have to network and connect in order to uh, connect the dots you know if i didn't know somebody who was
0: <laughs> and that's you know that's one of the reasons why i why i love doing this podcast why i you know love listening to other podcasts when or you know when uh when lee hits me up like hey you know i got a great guest feel like co-hosting you know i'm um, I'm a jump on. I mean, that's, that's how we got here because Lee asked me like, Hey, you know, I got this in- interesting guys, you know, in, in a, lot of, a lot of this stuff that you may find that interesting. And now we're here. So, yeah, but, you know, through connecting you, uh, you can connect the dots and the, the internet is a, um, it's a blessing and, and a curse. Um, and I, you know, I, oh, that's, that's a good one. I, mean, I want to, to uh I want to have your opinion on this because I see the the internet the, the world wide web I see it as a um kind of as a dimension or a a world in of itself does affect the, the real world and the real world can affect the internet but they're still two um very much two separate worlds if you will like what is your opinion on that you're a bit more well well versed in that
1: i do think that the internet is a separate dimension that is you know uh influenced by in, in their consciousness you know like when you're on the internet a lot of people tend to be more of themselves whether good or bad because there's no mm. buffer yeah. um so that creates a different version of you that you are on the internet um, that's you know going around influencing others because the internet much influence we even we call youtubers Influencers we call people on social media influence, you know um, It is a world yeah. that has an effect on the real world as well.
0: Yeah Yeah, that, that very much aligns with uh... I mean to go further you yeah. have the, to, to go
1: further you have the metaverse the metaverse is a whole world where you can by land you know like that's part of the internet you know that's that's a layer the internet you you have the the dark web which is a whole of itself so just like heaven hell even earth like there are layers to it
0: could you call the dark web like kind of the um, the underworlds or the you know the the more hellish dimension of the internet since you know so many bad stuff does does happen there are an assault there and all
1: uh i wouldn't say that it is a singular hell because there are certain sites and certain places that you can go on on the internet the regular internet and be exposed to a lot of you know but i would say it it can be described as maybe like a deeper part of hell if you consider hell to be a negative place
0: yeah okay let's, okay let's, let's call it like yeah the hmm. i mean the the influencer part like you know you can like make like good money good real world money by influencing people on the internet so um i'm hearing uh i've also heard a lot of uh, a lot of people more into um anthrosophy and anthrosophy however you you call it um talk about that the the internet or you know the maybe the metaverse in particular is the the eighth sphere that that is this um this bad place but i don't i don't personally see it as all bad cuz you know if it wasn't for the internet then you know, we wouldn't have this connection. I wouldn't be able to, um, I mean, I, I would be able to, but with a lot more, uh, a lot more effort and have to go through a whole lot more trouble to obtain the the knowledge that's, that I have over the years.
1: You can give the example that, you know, people, you know, the internet has an effect on the real world because people can do magic through the internet. Um, and one of the the interesting things about the internet is it's called the net yeah uh, there's an actual goddess that's called net and she is responsible for making the reality matrix oh so and that's you can quit the net or the
0: internet yeah that's that's fascinating you know it is the the worldwide web of course, and um, Germanic paganism. You have the the web of weird, the you know the web of fate connecting uh, people with their fate, connecting people with each other. And the the internet, the world wide web, is of course a a similar thing. That's I never knew that about the uh, about the pantheon that there is actually this this goddess that like perfectly connects with it lines up with it you know those aha moments it's like okay yeah yeah, yeah
1: definitely and it definitely it, it makes even more sense because spirits are able to manipulate um, very easily like i easily connected with through social they can through i with it's easy for them to manipulate so it is that the the internet would be its own world that you know you have multiple entities you know humans and non-humans traversing through
0: so much energy being needed to um sustain the internet i i do imagine a lot of um a lot of bad energy a lot of um a lot of entities with ill intent if you will be able uh to connect to it and it's you know that that manifesting themselves in in certain ways and yeah especially especially social media that's a like it's not even a a tool anymore like social media is weaponized it is absolutely being weaponized uh, you know through the use of um you know of influencers of algorithms uh showing you what you know party in 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 you know in particular that is either you know funding it or um is in control of it like wants you to see things you should you should see that is really a um that's that's really a it's really a thing that that happens so it's it's kind of it is it is scary but it's i believe also a a, a matter of how you are using it because you know for example you could say like i'm i'm streaming live now on um on youtube and on twitter two platforms who you know are less than favorable when it comes to um you know two topics like this uh like this this is not going to be or probably not going to be a video that's um that will be pushed heavily by the the algorithm or you know get the the reach that everybody so desperate desperately is looking for on the other hand, because of, you know, it's, it's controversy and, um, you know, oh you shouldn't be using those platforms. Like that's exactly why I'm, I'm using it. I'm not shying away from it. I am aware of the dangers. I am aware of, you know, what might be, be lurking underneath those, those algorithms or, you know, the, the AI even, um, but I think that's that's exactly why why you should do it. And uh speaking of AI, uh Josh Chadavash, thank you for uh for bringing that up. Um what I have been hearing here and there, what I have been reading here and there is that the supposed antichrist uh would come back as a AI or as a AI life form, like Skynet on steroids if you will um but it, he is so much or it is so much associated with this spiritual entity um and then you know going even in a different direction like is there such a thing as the antichrist like if there is a christ you know in nature says the universe says if there's you know if there's something good there's something like there has to be something bad or dark to um to counteract that to counter counterbalance that, um like what do you what do you think like is that or is that just some you know 1984 brave new worlds trying to uh trying to scare us
1: well i think that a lot of people focus on the antichrist being one entity you know being one person or one thing and Mm-hmm. To me, I feel that the antichrist is anything that opposes Christ consciousness, which is love and unity. Um So, you know, like we have these societies that are very narcissistic. They push narcissism. It's all about me, it's all about stepping on the other person. And yeah, anyone that, anyone or anything that would uh, um advocate this kind of mindset, I mind.
0: Yeah, okay. Unfortunately, this is even prevalent in in paganism, but in, you know, in kind of a, a different direction. Uh, a lot of pagans, um, well, neo-pagans, uh, they come from a a church background. They'll come from a, a Christian or Catholic background and have just, you know, fallen out with the church, fallen off their faith and found, um, you know, found the gods, found their their renewal, their revival in paganism. But they're, like, they are not, so focused on connecting with the gods and learning about our ancestors and trying to connect with the ancestors but more you know i am pagan because our gods are better than your god you know it's it's still very it's very much and it's 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 a natural reflex of course when you first come out of it but so many people they stay, stay stuck in that mindset you know they are basically pagan because they are anti-christ and that's that's really it. You know, it's it's still this this mindset of you know my God is better than your God is is very much a um, a Abrahamic way of thinking, and I I understand it's hard to to get rid of, but that's that's not how it should be. Because even paganism itself, or you know whatever religion or spiritual practice it may may be, they in the end they all do teach love and unity some in you know maybe harsher ways than than others but in the end it's all you know to connect uh to connect us with each other to connect us with with ourselves so yeah everything against the the christ against christos against the the christ spirit the, you know the love and unity to that to be anti-christ yeah i get that so but well, i mean that would mean that there are just the thousands of antichrists walking around already, which is not so pleasant.
1: Well, I, I just feel that that's been around uh, even in the church. The church teaches you that you are separate from God. You're less than God. But if you go through the yeah. Gnostic text and the girl and, and you and I, um, so they, I feel like this antichrist prophecy is really a way of creating and controlling, creating a sort of unawareness of the fact that the antichrist is already in play and has been in play for a long time.
0: Keep us in that that lower lower vibration, that that lower spirit, so that you know we we don't reach enlightenment, we don't reach that that level of consciousness, which definitely is detrimental to um, well, you know the the ruling class of I think that's. Think yeah. That's a fair, um uh, I think that's a fair point. Yeah.
1: I mean like if you you see things that are separating us, blacks versus whites, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, black lives matters, blue lives matters, uh, political classes, um, you know, like um the different jobs you have, the different cultures you have, the different gods you have. Um everything is tearing us apart and we're seeing the similarities between one another instead they're looking at oh you're doing this differently so you're wrong and i'm going to create a separation and i'm going to hate you because of or you or just the way you ex-, you know things that you have control over <laughs> and it's ridiculous yeah
0: yeah no and, it
1: it and ultimately you know, an example from the gods you know a positive example you know how we were just talking about how lucifer um manifested as a valkyrie you know from a, a whole different pantheon those people aren't don't connect him to you know and the fact that you know I've talked to different entities and they've they've put me in contact with different people. Um Samuel for example well he put me in contact with Native American spirits he's put mm-hmm. me in contact with African spirit like they don't care about things they don't care about those distinctions that humans have so you know oh, that's yeah for anybody who claims to be in you know if you follow a certain God if you have a true connection with that deity, contact, and I feel like Mm. if you really go deep with it, you're going to come upon, you know, like, you're going to realize the fact that, you know, all all these distinctions that divide us are are nonsense.
0: I mean, in the end, we're all human beings. We all inhabit this, this third dimension, this, you know, this 3D world. I mean, we are, um, like, we we are, of course, you know, higher spirits, higher beings in a lower dimension which makes it tougher to um to live uh, a little tougher to maybe reach whatever you uh, you are looking to to reach and to to go along in that divide and yeah while dividing and conquer game because of uh you know beliefs of course is a, a very old one uh skin color or just Anything can be even like it could be football, you know. Like here in the in the Netherlands, you have Ajax and Feyenoord, oh. Amsterdam and and Rotterdam. You know, just because you know those people are from a different city and are fans of a different football club, which somehow considered the exact opposite. Not sure why. I guess because they are the two biggest well, damn. Cities in the Netherlands. I don't know, beats me. Um, somehow that's makes the other one like just, oh, your enemy. And, you know, like proper fights are going on. The military po- or the uh, not military police, but uh, riot police has to, you know, do some really heavy crowd control just because they were told that, oh, our club is better than their club. And they think so too. So let's beat the shit out of them for believing what we believe too, but for a different club. It's it's a it's a wrong kind of tribalism, um, and I feel if we can like if we can channel that that tribalism into um, like stuff that'll actually help us progress, we can go so much further. You know, it's it's tribalism is still accepted, but only in sports. Only when it's you know for the benefits of a certain group that you happen to be part of. Um, and you know at least with the with the tribe of the greater pagans, we do try to uh, to connect the tribes um, I'll I'll give credit to uh, to that quote to uh, to Burdock, Burdock the crypto Ronin who is in the in the chat uh, another another great mind. Um it like it really it really doesn't matter, you know. Gnosis is gnosis and if it brings us further to you know to that connection to be able to connect with each other again, you know. I mean just <laughs> real simple. Take us two, for example, European, American, both different heritage both different heritages, you know, skin color different. Does that matter? No, because we're having a, a great talk great conversation great show great podcast and have been for well an hour and fifteen minutes almost and it's just that's like that's just it that's how easy it's it can be that's how easy it should be just find something that that you both like that you both have in common go along with it just you know have a chat have a talk have a have a have a drink go party do something
1: yeah agreed but, you know and, and it's it's the way I was taught even as a child, mother forced me to communicate and interact with people who are different from me because she taught me that if you stick to people who are the same as you, then you never grow. You never figure things out. Like, for example, rock music is considered black music. So if you listen to any other kind of music, like you're basically betraying your race. But I love rock music and you know, those my own. Hey, I, I love, you know, I'm very eclectic, but you know, if I had, stuck to that mentality, I would have never found that out, never had a wider appreciation of music. When it comes to spirituality, talking to certain people who have a different practice has helped me to not stand my notes. You know, if I was closed off, then that would have greatly hindered my progress. So we, we can't shut ourselves off from one another. You know, it's to be adult. <laughs> You know, we, we're we all in different races, and we need to respect that. And, you know, if we disagree upon things, we need to agree to disagree. But that doesn't mean that I need to be violent towards you or you need to be violent towards me.
0: Exactly. And like, especially as a as a child, as a as a kid, like I have two, uh, two children of my own uh, daughter, dear daughter, dearest will be turning eight in. Well oh, pretty much pretty much a day, like it's five minutes to midnight here. Um and my son will be turning five a month after her. Um and they don't care what you look like, they don't care, you know, what your parents do, what kind of music you like, what kind of sports you, you do and don't like. If you're you know, if you're nice to them, they'll you know they're nice to you and they'll play with you. Like you know, and it's it's a shame that we have like as adults that we lose that that childlike innocence that childlike wonder um you know they are still so so pure like they see uh, I I almost say that they literally see you know their soul they see their what's what's inside them they see not what's on the outside or what they have been told is on the outside they just see oh you're fun you look fun let's play you know let's i don't know play football on the field or play with you know like make buildings out of out of blocks or you know whatever whatever my kids do when they they play like i i don't i don't pay attention just go play it's all good (laughs) yeah uh,
1: the the childlike mind is very simplistic and you know you know, when the child, they have such a simple logic that they present. You know, sometimes I've been astounded. You know, talking to a child and be like, oh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. You know,
2: yeah. and
1: if you if you want to go the Christianity route, like Jesus even said, like, observe the children, be like child. Because I believe that children are cured by being their pure selves.
0: Yeah, that's that's a very that's a very good point. You know, it'd be like yeah, grown ups as adults. Um, I mean, we're supposed to be adults. If you look at some people, they're still. I mean, they're they're even even worse childs like beings than actual children. You know, spoiled little brats. But you know like 30 35 years old um they oh where was i going with this um oh yeah like we we tend to over complicate we we really you know we just go like oh you know but what if it what if this and then you know it should work like that and this and that and a kid and a child is just like and it works and uh, it's <laughs> it's such it's it's such a it's such a beautiful thing it's such an amazing thing to just see them do it like don't don't they don't think about it they don't see like they don't think any any further than they need to like they don't think like oh what if it goes wrong you know then you know i have to fix it you know i got to get this and i got to get that and if that breaks then i have to fix it like this and it's just like no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna do it and i think uh, yeah i think that's that's a good a good lesson and a good thing to uh to end on as well we've been uh, we've been going for for close to 2 hours you know try and regain that, that childlike innocence try and connect with your inner child again cuz really can be that that simple um yeah this was this was a amazing talk this was an amazing chat some technical difficulties but that just means that we're uh we're talking about all the all the right things and all the you know archons and ether and all they're trying to trying to stop us trying to censor us, but that's not going to happen. Um, so zero, thank you very much for uh, for coming on. Uh, was is there anything that you uh, that you want to promote? Anything that you want to plug? Anything that you are uh, that you are currently working on?
1: Interested in the, and gone through to be on. Uh and beyond youtube um i do have a book that is if you go onto the channel um the link is available and it's called grimoire of damnation which is a grimoire that basically and it break those psychological chains that you know um some of us may have had due to christianity a lot of the left hand path um mm-hmm. there was a lot of influence that i had um from lilith so if you're interested in those 80 uh i would definitely encourage you to the digital on my site for 15 and then the book plus the link be 30 and that's available now oh awesome and by Thank the way you very much oh love yeah. is the law so be <laughs> sure to love one another
0: that's that's a good one that's great um yeah i should have put up some uh some links in the in the description already. Uh, definitely go check out Zero, his channel, check out his content. Um, it's uh, it's really cool. He uh, he does some uh, some amazing work. So yeah, thank you again for coming. Thank you all who, uh, thank you all who watched. Thank you all who were in the live chat. Thank you to all who are listening when this is eventually come out on the audio platforms um time for some youtube influencer shilling uh so don't forget to like uh leave a comment share this with um with people you may think are interested in this or you know just share it with anyone uh this is this is uh all knowledge that should be spread far and wide uh, subscribe ring the bell uh, what else have we got if you're on the audio platforms leave a five star rating um leave us a nice message um oh god what else do we have uh, if you want to book yourself on the greyhorn pagans podcast if you have some uh, something to say uh you can do so through our website www.greyhornpagans.com. you can book yourself right away um just you know tell us what it's gonna be about. Tell us a little and uh, we'll make it happen. Um, Yeah, I guess that's the, the shilling done. I've been a good influencer. Thank you all. And until next time, guys, see ya.